Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. EA announces a new studio and a Black Panther game. For July 11th, 2023, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Coming up, Square Enix threatens to remaster more old Final Fantasy games if the Pixel remasters are a success, and Twitch announces some new features at TwitchCon Europe. Despite laying off 780 people earlier this year, Electronic Arts is opening a new studio called Cliffhanger Games. The new studio is based in Seattle, Washington, and will be headed by Kevin Stevens, former VP and studio head of Monolith Productions. While at Monolith, Stevens oversaw production of Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor and War. EA, alongside the announcement of Cliffhanger Games, also announced their first title that the studio is working on, which seems to be a Marvel's Black Panther game of some kind, with Stevens describing the potential Black Panther game as a story-driven action RPG. And it looks like Cliffhanger Games is working to flesh out Wakanda, its technology, and its heroes in game form. However, with Cliffhanger Games forming only this year, the Black Panther game is still very early on in the stages of development. So we are still three to five years before before we really see anything tangible out of this game. That being said, though, I'm actually looking forward to see what Cliffhanger Games does with Black Panther. EA boasted about acquiring top talent from other game studios that worked on Shadow of Mordor, Halo Infinite, and God of War. So hopefully Cliffhanger Games can utilize that talent to make a Marvel RPG that Square Enix couldn't. Over the last couple of years, we've been in this era of gaming where everything pre-2015 is getting remade for modern audiences. And one company in particular, Square Enix, has been perfecting their remastering with the Final Fantasy VII remake and the upcoming Rebirth, along with a litany of others like Crisis Core and Final Fantasy 1-6 through six Pixel remasters. Square Enix even remastered obscure titles such as 1994's Live Alive, all of which has been getting praises from the gaming community. This success with remasters didn't go unnoticed at Square Enix's 43rd annual shareholders meeting over the weekend, with one of the shareholders asking if Square Enix would be remastering other titles, specifically asking if the company would be remastering Xenogears anytime soon. One of the board members gave the corporate answer that Square Enix is, quote, considering various ideas. However, wouldn't elaborate further, just stating that they hope consumers look forward to their new upcoming titles. Square was also asked about the long gaps in between major releases. Again, a Square Enix board member gave the corporatized answer that they are looking to, quote, strengthen their internal development organization, which in turn would lower 
development time, though the board member didn't explain how or when Square Enix plans to strengthen their internal development organization. With this confirmation that Square Enix is going to continue making remakes and remasters, it makes me wonder what they have planned next, because we've been hearing a lot of rumors in the last couple of years about a Final Fantasy IX remake. Though personally, I would rather see a full remake of Chrono Trigger, or hell, a continuation of Chrono's story. This may be kind of a divisive opinion, but I actually loved how unique a sequel Chrono Cross was to Chrono Trigger. Do something totally off the wall and original again. Either way, I would love to see an updated version of one of the best RPGs to grace the Super Nintendo and early PlayStation eras. Over the weekend at TwitchCon Paris, Twitch announced a bunch of new features slated for the streaming platform this year. The main features showcased focused on short-form content. The first feature showed off was Stories, which is a mobile feature that allows streamers to send clips to their viewers. The clips will last for 24 hours and will only show up on the Twitch mobile application. Twitch is also implementing a discovery feed for clips. The discovery feed is a scrollable feed similar to YouTube Shorts and TikTok. Twitch says that this feed should help streamers to be discovered on the platform. Alongside these two clip features, Twitch is also reworking the clip editor to support vertical video editing and will also support exporting directly to TikTok. These clip features are supposed to start slowly rolling out to some users in October, and the broader rollout will come at a later date. Later this month, though, Twitch is rolling out some smaller changes to the platform. For advertisements, Twitch is adding ad break countdowns for both viewers and streamers, notifying both when ads will play. Streamers will also have the ability to snooze ads or delay them to better suit their content. For moderation, Twitch is adding the ability for moderators to share mod comments with each other. In the past, mod comments were only between the streamer and the moderator themselves, and shield mode is getting extended into alerts as well, allowing streamers and moderators to shut down malicious alerts during hate raids. And lastly, Twitch is rolling out the guest star feature site-wide, letting up to five streamers collaborate and stream together while simultaneously live on their own channels. Overall stories, the discovery feed, and the clip editor update are all things Twitch should have had some form of years ago, and it's really hard to say whether or not they will improve discoverability on the platform, especially when full implementation of these new features could be more than a year out for most users. That being said, though, the features coming later this month are great changes that should improve the horrendous ad viewing experience on Twitch, and should help enable streamers and moderators to be more transparent with each other while combating bad actors on the platform. All right, well, that's it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back tomorrow for even more video game news. Follow us on TikTok at Let's Play Gaming News and leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Podchaser, and Amazon. Story selection and writing by Aaron Pillen. You can follow him on Twitter at Lloyd underscore RNG. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash limitbreakradio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening.
Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.